Hello, and welcome to An Indie Author's Life podcast. I'm your host, Leah Howard, and today is our 13th episode, and it's going to be devoted to revisiting ebook publishing and audiobook. So, when everyone thinks of ebooks, they think of the, the big gorilla in the room, which is Amazon Kindle, and then there are the quote unquote the, the lesser, or the also, or the add ons, like Nook. Um, from Barnes and Noble, or um, you have your Apple, they have a book program, as well as Google Books. And and then you also have um, like EPUB and stuff like that, where you can uh, more of like a download type of uh, an opportunity. So Amazon Kindle is the gorilla in the room because I think they and Nook started at around the same time, but Amazon was online. Everyone thought of Amazon being an online source for everything. So it would make sense for an electronic version of books for you to go to Amazon for that. And Barnes and Noble was still known more for its brick and mortar buildings that housed physical books. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess they have an ebook um, reader uh, in the nook. But you didn't think of that. That was not, when you think of ebook, that was not the, the one that came to your mind first. So while the two of them did start at the same time, and they do both have um, really good uh, support for self-publishing authors and the tools that they allow you to access to kind of format your books for their reader and and stuff like that, um, unfortunately at this time most people just think of Amazon Kindle. And in fact, I, I do as well because you can publish your book on Amazon and there's like an exclusivity window. Nook has it as well, but I think you reach more readers through Amazon Kindle than you do through Nook. But you have an exclusivity window where you make it available just to Amazon Kindle for a certain period of time, and then in that period of time you can do some promotion of your books, you can give like free book giveaways, or, or you can do like a countdown kind of deals and stuff like that. So that would be one reason to, if you're an independent author, perhaps to make your book uh, ebook available on Amazon Kindle first for the exclusivity period. And then after that period ends, then you can open it up to other ebook publishers if you want it. Or you can forego the exclusivity period and just make it available on all of your devices or all of your e-publisher devices that you would like to make your book available to. It's completely up to you. I kind of talked a little about Nook. They have pretty much the same programs as Amazon Kindle, but again, it's just the, the readership reach is, is different between the two. And then you have your more uh, Johnny-come-lately in Apple and Google. They both have like book divisions. Everyone, when they think of Apple, they think um, auditory for content, I should say. So you have Back in the day, iTunes, that's gone away, but um, you know, iTunes, podcasts, that sort of thing. And you're like, oh yeah, they also have books available on Apple. And with Apple, um, you reach a, a wide audience in their iPhone users and their iPad users and stuff like that. So um, Apple is a good uh, opportunity to make yourself available to the um, Apple devotees. It is not a very friendly user experience to make your stuff available on Apple. It takes a little bit more research on, on a self-publisher's part to figure out some of the little quirks on, okay, what do I have to do this? And sometimes it would be a good idea to get a, like a conversion type of file system that converts your work into an Apple ready 
product. And then with Google Books, Google's interesting in that everyone thinks of Google as, of course, the search engine, Gmail, they have YouTube, they have Instagram, but you don't really think of Google for books. And I think with Google Books, it's an interesting format to make yourself available to, especially if you have a YouTube profile, if you have an Instagram, because the more that you use Google products to promote yourself, the more that they will kind of raise the profile of your other books. So if you have a YouTube channel and you have your um, Instagram link to it, you know, you'll be a little bit higher when you type in for, for YouTube to search for something. If you have Instagram and you're publishing on Google Books, then again, it's kind of like a, a corporate synergy thing. Um, they'll, they'll make you a little bit higher on, on the searching. If you like books like this, then you might like this author or something like that. So the more that you use other Google products, and that includes blogging, that includes, like I said, YouTube and Insta, the, the higher that you might be on, on a search engine or they'll direct traffic to you. So there's different reasons, there's different audiences that you reach with the different e-publishers, and uh, but the user experience as you actually putting your product out, um, I think they're probably the easiest one if you're starting out and publishing your own ebook. I think uh, Amazon Kindle is actually the easiest, um, or Nook. Um, they're both pretty much the same user experience to put your book out there. So um, I recommend starting out with those two and then starting to work into Apple and Google and all of that. Now with audiobooks, Amazon has its Audible, which they own their, their audiobook publisher is Audible. And then you just have regular audiobooks that you can make available on Apple, whatever iTunes is now stuff like that. So with the audiobooks, it's a different matter. If you think that you have a pleasant voice and you're willing to sit for hours and hours and read your book and, and make it an audiobook, uh, good luck. <laughs> um, the audiobook audience is very particular about who their narrator is, how words are pronounced, and stuff like that. So it's really the, the better idea, the best idea, is to, to hire a voice actor to or a voice narrator to, to read your book. So of course that's gonna cost money. The Amazon, the Audible books, they, again, it's a good synergy. They have a whole suite of products that they like to provide you as a, as a self-publishing author, to connect you with people who narrate your books and make it available on Audible and, and stuff like that. So again, if you're going to make Amazon Kindle your primary ebook, then it might be a good idea to make Audible your primary audiobook format just because they kind of feed into one another and they give you good price point breaks and stuff like that. Or you can go an independent route and contact a voice actor, narrator on your own, have them send you, you know, read it. Then you can get the file from them and then create your own audiobook. If you're going to go that route, I really do recommend that you have an agent and a lot of the agents out there, they kind of have a, like their own editing team and their own promotion team and social media team, and they have their own stuff like that. So they're they're not 
specifically the publishers, but they will connect you a lot with other avenues and other venues. Sometimes they have an in-house kind of a publishing thing, but I do recommend if you're going to hire an independent narrator and kind of get the audio files yourself and then create your audiobooks for the different formats. I kind of do uh, recommend that you have uh, an agent, a literary agent, or an editing house that um, can assist you in the matter because it's that's a little bit more difficult to, to navigate on your own, uh, especially like the contracts with narrator. So that's pretty much it. This is just some tips and tricks that I've learned in the past year being my own self-published author. There are a plethora of other indie authors that I'm sure have way more experience and tips and tricks and, and suggestions to offer. And so I implore you to, to seek those out. And, you know, it's, it's a good idea to kind of go in with your, your, with your own idea of what you would like to do and what you are not so much into doing. Um, and then just kind of getting some different sources. Don't always rely on one person, of course, get different sources and just kind of create your own profile, your own your bag of tricks that you, that you have. So that's it for the 13th episode of the Indie Authors Life podcast. And um, again, this is going to be um, a monthly podcast, so we'll have something in January. If you need to get a hold of me, or if you'd like to contact me about in this or any of my previous podcast episodes, you can reach me on Twitter or you can reach me on my website. So thank you so much and have a great rest of your day.